0: Hey, Sarah. Hey, what? I want to watch a romantic comedy.
1: I love how she makes me feel like anything's possible or like life is worth it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Welcome to romcomcom.com, the number one romantic movie, romantic comedy movie podcast that Sarah and I do together.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: And this week, Sarah, we have a special guest on our podcast. We do. Would you like to tell our listening audience who we have sitting here with us?
1: His name is Spicy Dave, <laughs> and he is a world-renowned critic of this specific
0: movie. Yeah, the, re- the reason we're doing this movie with Dave is that he made it very clear that he loves this movie. Or, sorry, maybe not loves. You own this movie and have seen it multiple times. You know what else I love? Need local music opening this podcast. It
2: just sounds so good. Isn't that really good? It's, it's, it was a phenomenal choice. Um, local oh. classmate of yours
0: yeah, doing, yeah. doing the song. And I believe also uh, uh, Joe Camerlinger from the, uh, This Is My Suitcase fame. I believe someone you were actually in high school. I know Dave from high school, and I believe you were in a couple side projects in high school with him, too. We may have been in a few. What was, Wasn't there one called... Um, Slave, 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 Dave and the Merrymakers. Slave Dave and the That was probably <laughs> our
2: most popular one. You guys made some pretty good music. I mean, I we know. had one, we had one show, but it was, it was, it was appreciated. Why? I mean, you do realize we're still talking about this many years later. If that yeah, gives I mean, you that many is many, how good it was. Would hmm. you believe that I own this movie on DVD? Yes. Yeah. But out of sheer, I don't want to call it laziness because I had a babe in hand. I just bought it on. Um, I bought it on iTunes.
1: Oh really? Yeah. So
2: yeah. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Funny. Yeah. It's it's more it's digital on, than a DVD.
0: <clears throat> How much was it on iTunes? It's
1: for, on HBO Go.
0: For oh, I don't do HBO stuff. Mm. Oh wait, did I actually? It. I don't think I even said what movie we're doing. If you couldn't tell from the opening <laughs> line, today we are going to be talking about Five Hundred Days of Summer. So that's what Dave's talking about. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Um. So with those iTunes purchases, because I'm cheap and don't do those things, do those actually ever come with? added features in they them? come with a
2: um i, I want to call it a dvd screen but it's not a dvd screen but it does but the let... same thing you go to some sort of interface that says like i can choose the extras mm. there's a song playing that is usually playing over mm. the the dvd so i would say it's a very faithful representation
0: of you know that's sliding that DVD? disc on in and that, um, play. that song by the way is drilled into my mind because Which as time? i the one during the menu Oh. because as I was making my notes for this, I was, or I was eating while I was watching the movie, so when I got done with it, I, was I made my notes. Yeah, and, and I just sat at a desk. Did the Regina
1: Spektor song?
0: I, I mean, which song was it? It wasn't lyrics. I have, a lot of, I have a lot of commentary about the music. Yeah, it, there's a
1: lot of good it's music. It's so good.
0: It wasn't, it wasn't lyrics. It was like just an instrumental. But if I heard it, I would know it, but I can't tell you anything about it, and hmm. it was haunting, and I listened to it for probably 25 minutes on the same 30-second loop. I'll, I'll start off and say, just so we can get out of the way, I I really did enjoy, I enjoyed this movie, but for me, oh my God. It was, I almost shut it off about. Why? Because uh, th- I felt like someone had ripped in, or like reached their hand into my chest, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom style, and ripped it out and held it in front of me. Wow. We'll get into this, I'm sure, but the movie plays a lot with kind of perception versus reality, and what I realized after 20, 24 hours after watching it, I realized that, I did what happens in the movie. I was watching the movie through my own eyes and kind of missing... Or I was watching it through my own... Through your own. own eyes? Yeah, I know that. I was <laughs> Let me start over. Are you uh, right? I, was, I was watching the movie through my own experiences. And so okay. I was picking and paying attention only to the things that applied to me. And then 24 hours later, I was thinking about... I'm like... In the moment, it felt like the movie was written about me and experiences I had. Mm-hmm. 24 hours later, I looked at it. It was like, I ignored this. I ignored this. This It was all... like It was not... at all mirrored my life. But it, what I'm saying is that the kind of the plot the point of the movie i lived that for 24 hours with this movie where
2: yeah that's very interesting Mm. um having loved this movie coming into this i am very good at turning off my brain right Mm. because i'm a very um analytical person for lack of a better word Mm. um but then to to,
1: suspending your disbelief
2: suspending disbelief but Mm -hmm. then to say hey like let's i don't want to give away the back end of this podcast but let's take notes on it Mm -hmm. all of a sudden Mm -hmm. the um analytical part of me came out and i and i didn't i almost i almost said that i didn't like this movie really Mm. i like aspects of it but parts of the movie i i i've i've found holes in
1: yeah i liked it far less watching it now analytically than i did when i first saw it really i think it's because i'm older too and i'm like
0: mm. well do you think two part of it, it we're sitting here two married people you and dave not married to each other but married to people, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then me who's been in a long-term relationship do you think this movie would be different if we had the talk the talk we have about it would be different if we had a single person here like someone that is in Probably. the dating world i would just or someone younger i think nah you don't you don't because i think we've had the experiences Right? Yeah, but do they- We're not actively living them to well, your that's point, that's why Sarah. I'm saying
1: like if I were 22 or whenever I saw this, like 25, I would have a much different perspective than I do now.
0: Dave, do you want to give, um, since you're the guest, do you want to give a kind of one minute plot synopsis of it in case someone hasn't seen the movie? Because that way we can, we'll probably talk through it in order. Right, but That right. way we can kind of jump around freer.
2: I mean, one of the biggest, um, I would say, departures from your normal rom-com is the fact that it is upfront, not linear in time. Mm-hmm. So my one one minute dis- uh, summary of the movie would be, we're together, we're not together.
1: We're together. We're, we're
0: together. <laughs> uh, there's a third act after all, the end. Do you like to think that there's just one common JGL universe? I adore JGL. Everyone loves JGL. I adore him.
1: And he married like a super smart scientist. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's one thing about this movie too, that the, the casting in it was so spot on. That he, and I think that's Except why I had-
1: for one thing.
0: Except for one thing,
1: only one member I, of the cast. I would like to hear about I this. I think it was inappropriately. Grace no, she was great. I
2: have a problem with her. We'll talk about that afterwards. <clears throat>
1: oh, all right. I mean, do we go right to the end?
0: Yeah, why not? Because it's it's non-linear. We can start at the end. Well, yeah. let, okay, we can, well, let me let me give a, a if you haven't seen the movie, Dave gave a, a very good synopsis of it. <laughs> but the, but the, the even. It, but m- it wasn't good enough. So we'll hold. know if someone's fond. Ta- <laughs> if someone hasn't seen it, we're talking. Um, yes, Joseph Gordon-Levitt meets meets a girl named Summer falls in love with her she's up front I'm not looking for a relationship this is just we're gonna have fun at most that's that she eventually breaks it off with him and he loses it because he thinks that they were in, you know in love and all this yeah. she kind of strings him along a little bit then mm-hmm. he finds out that she is engaged his life falls apart completely then he pulls it back together and then he meets another girl at the end and everything seems hunky dory that, that's the kind of one minute synopsis of it. Yeah. If I to, it, so like Dave said we're together we're not together we're together we're do- not together there's a third act yeah,
1: yeah. So. I really disliked Minka Kelly as Autumn. I thought that was, she was Minka really? Kelly. Was really, really strange. That was
0: Minka Kelly. Uh, she was in Friday Night Lights, <clears throat> is what she's okay, the most from. Okay.
1: She dated Derek Jeter.
0: Also, uh, that is like the most porn starry name, right? Minka Kelly. Isn't that a very? <laughs> I feel?
1: Yeah. I mean, her name is fine. It's just she's not quirky enough. She doesn't fit the cast. Do you know she's what her way quirk was?
2: She got there apparently way too early for her interview. Yeah, because yeah. he got there, <laughs> she got there and went in within about twenty seconds.
1: Second. Right, and she's still there. Maybe that's foreshadowing. Or do, or do you think that maybe... I said she's not quirky enough. She's too much of a normie.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs>
1: so I was trying to come up with... Do you think it was just because her name was Autumn? I would cast. No, and also I can't understand why they put her in that suit. It's like a red, shiny, satin shirt, a pinkish, shiny, satin shirt, and then... Like this kind of brown pinstripe. It's like, what year is this? Everything else has been so consistently twee. They're And, and then this weird suit comes out of like 1995. Well, that, it's like, funny you should say it because going on? the
0: director talked about in some of the extras. They make buildings, not outfit decisions. Well, nobody no, but he talked about how, how purposeful they were with the color palette through yeah. the whole movie. Like that they purposely didn't. The only time you see blue in this movie is either with Summer, Summer and her, eyes, her eyes, or yeah. her yeah, her eyes, her outfits, or the times that he associates things with her, yep. and that's the only time they use that. They use and no this prim- whole
1: world is brown, mm-hmm.
0: and they they tried not to use any primary colors anywhere. That, yeah. so that is wait, you said, you said you say blue though, right? Because everybody in the dance scene was wearing blue, blue.
2: Yeah. Or when oh. he
0: associates like yeah, yeah, a, a yeah, yeah. moment of freedom, it's all
1: blue. Summer is blue, but then if you notice at the end, you know he's his brown, he's brown, his apartment's brown, things are brown. But then when he starts to get his SH together, it gets more defined. You see a lot more black and white. It's like he's finally coming out of his well, He's on a chalkboard. Funk. It has to be black and white. Because well, yeah, he's drawing yeah, Soviet-era other... buildings.
2: If he's like a, such a good architect, why do his buildings? like They're all square with like four <laughs> windows.
1: Because he only lives in the 1950s.
2: They were in New York, right?
1: No, they are in LA.
0: Cut that. Consider it.
1: Brian uh, said the same thing he's like why is the UCLA band playing in New York I'm like because they're in LA they were seriously
2: I've never seen LA look like that yeah no that's why it's so interesting they were in New York because they
1: only go to these specific places because they're so obsessed with making it look a certain way they wanted to show a different side of LA
0: I want to be very honest here you can make that another person that thought this took place in New York really yes
1: What about the palm trees? They're sitting in the park.
0: When were there palm trees? In the park. There were palm
2: trees in that park? I just saw that New York buildings.
0: No. Yeah, I also want to say I did not notice palm trees. I've seen this movie, I promise. The reason why is because
2: L.A. does not have tall buildings other than downtown L.A. Yeah. That's it.
0: Mm. They're all and they have a ton they, they of art out.
1: deco stuff from you know the nineteen thirties and forties and.
0: Man, my mind is blown. What else didn't I notice about this movie? <laughs> I was sucked into this movie and only seeing it through my own experiences, and I was ignoring everything that didn't fit that exact yeah. narrative that was breaking my heart into. Yeah. You know when I said earlier that I almost didn't like the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's almost like the movie made me like the movie, even though I was trying not to, because of, like there obviously it's not there are some. Flaws, like I have a question we can get to later, but is there a character arc for anybody in this movie? Does anybody learn a lesson? I mean, other
0: than him, really? Is there? What did he learn? What did what what? How is he a better person? Dave actually, Dave actually brings up a really good point. All he did was recover from it, and we never see him.
2: I think he grows well, He didn't even matures. recover from it. It was a gimme at the end. And I get it. It was so cute. You had to say, oh, it's autumn. And I'm like, in the next thing. Mm. But I'm just going to
0: do it again. No, I guess you kind of got a point. I mean, we see him get over her and we see him do things and, and get a new career and all that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the next time he meets a girl, because with Summer, he just went head over heels immediately. Yeah. And, then, and from Friends and his sister's speech, it sounded like this was not the first time this <coughs> took place. So I guess Dave does bring up a good point. Yeah,
1: does he just keep going back to the same well? Well, I don't
0: like that at the end. I And again, this we're just jumping around because, yeah, why not? I don't. I didn't like the thing at the end with Minka Kelly. That, to me, kind of yeah, ruined. Yeah, I, I didn't like I, that. I think it ruined the story, but it was so goddamn cute. It was. It's
1: too cute, though. Like, but
0: but it, t- to speak to what Dave was saying, if they had removed that and they just had him say, um, like in his montage of, of getting into architecture showed him just going on random dates and like him being cool, not being with any of them and then him get the arch- go into the architecture thing and that's it. To me, that would show character growth.
1: Or if she was like, I'm Autumn and then he goes, nope, not again. and just <laughs> yeah, walks away. Yeah, that would be away. so easy. That would be great. I would laugh my butt off. That would have been like, very funny. Not doing that.
0: So Chloe Grace Maritzenus plays Joseph Gordon Leffitt's sister mm-hmm. who gives him... Advice much in excess of her age and its wisdom. Hated, hated right. it. Precocious. Uh, I think that's a trope. That's a trope, right? What a young
2: kid. A young. It. Do- it's usually a girl too. It could be a guy, mm-hmm. but it's usually like a younger sister who's like, well beyond her years in terms of wisdom. The other like yeah. cliche example I think of is *Holiday in the Sun*, which is the Olsen Twins movie has yeah. a pre-plastic surgery megan fox oh, oh really oh yeah it's it's oh. a, it's a. Tr- I mean it's awful it's a treat though yeah but their little they have a little sister that is like way smarter than even the, the adults like the adults are barely <laughs> functioning and she's like get them getting them to basically the beach drunk back to their hotel oh wow well megan- I, i'm exaggerating a little bit but i i can't stand that when it's like you're so super young super precocious you're so young i've lived so many more years than you, and I think like I don't know.
1: There's a kid like that in the new Wrinkle in Time. There's a kid like that in um, Jerry Maguire, the little guy who yeah. he kind of falls in love with, but he's, he's a, just he's kind adorable, of a silly huh? little guy. Yeah.
0: Jonathan there Jonathan Lipnicki. In, oh yeah. <laughs> in uh, one of my favorites, uh, Summer Catch. I was there gonna is a say kid, the girl, or not? Not Summer. Um, no, no. The the fairly. Oh, fever bre- pitch. Oh. fever, fever pitch. Fever Pitch is also a movie. Okay, then Fever Pitch is the one I really Oh, Summer Catch there is one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a the little but then girls Fever with all the Pitch
0: Fever Pitch with Jimmy Fallon. There's yeah. a kid that keeps giving him advice on the baseball team too and it's there like very profound.
1: I think Chloe Grace Moretz, you know, she got that that kind of started her career cuz she had that and then, and then she neighbors was Neighbors too. Neighbors too. And then Oh my gosh, what's the movie with Nicolas Cage? Oh, uh, Kick-Ass. Yeah, Kick-Ass. Where she's super precocious. Yeah, she was Hit Girl. Yeah. And
0: then that carried over to 30 Rock. She did the exact same role. Right. Do you think people just would meet her as a kid and she just, she had to just seem, Mm -hmm. like that, for her to get cast in all those, you have to believe it was just something with her. Yeah. You know what I would have really liked? So this whole movie as far as casting, I think you could have, the two leads they nailed and I think anyone outside of that that really didn't matter. I yeah. mean, it, it, you could have put anyone in there and it, it was better that they weren't memorable because I think them two being so memorable and everyone else being forgettable, it really emphasized that his world is small and entirely built around her because no one else you're even noticing. It's and, very and it's much like, in
1: his own head. Yeah, yeah it,
0: but I was thinking with Chloe Grace Moritz, if I could recast her, I'm going to throw out um, a dream casting here that I think really would have changed the movie. And the I think early liked
2: it. Sega CD-ROM play, play
0: console? A Dreamcast? Is that what you're saying? I'm dream... I'm a. Because that's like a, a way out of left can... field, Justin. What are you uh, talking about? John? No, no. Hear me out here. You put in like a like a Final Fantasy game and he just plays through it. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. the movie now. <laughs> uh, a dream cast in this. If I could put anyone in there. Just picture this, okay? Instead of a younger sister, we have a older cousin or brother. I'm leaning towards older, older. cousin. Older, but only by... L- we'll let we'll me finish. finish. Yeah. Let finish. It, older by like... Not a lot. Like three, four, five years. All right. And... instead of giving him these long-winded bits of advice, it's all very clear-cut and straightforward. And in my world, the person to play that, if it could have been Heath Ledger, just picture Heath Ledger giving him like older cousin advice and just be like, you know, drinking a beer and just, oh man, you just gotta get over it. Just move on. It's fine. It's all in your head. If we're gonna
1: go more comedy, I could see like, (laughs) like a young Vince Vaughn. Mm, From
0: (laughs) Swingers era? Yeah. Yeah, I also could see that.
1: Or Vince Vaughn who from old school who's just really harried has so many kids and is just like ah
0: yeah see but like, i i would love have almost, isn't that great look what happened to me because i would have almost liked that rather than the younger one like you were saying it's so much of a trope it, it almost took you out of it for a second and, which, and just, she was great it makes but, him
1: seem so needy stupid, that he's yeah. bothering her at her own soccer game yeah and it's just like dude get your you know what was weird about SH that soccer together. game
2: the kids were lining up on the same side of the field that the parents were in the bleachers normally they're on, opposite on the other sides side. of side mm-hmm. field. Yeah. everything's very really crazy about that soccer game
1: <laughs> oh i just thought okay so if i was gonna recast minka kelly mm-hmm.
2: can i ask a question can i yeah. interrupt yeah did you guys both know her name upon seeing this movie or did you look it up
0: i, I, I knew, knew her name i knew her name but i didn't realize it was her until you said it and now mm. i re- i don't know why i guess i went face blind but yes she, sorry she, i just because you guys
2: you guys are saying her name
0: like you know her like she, she, well, she was on yeah she was on friday friday night lights anyways um, yeah I don't know. minka kelly go
1: minka kelly the problem is i want someone with dark hair because it's autumn like brown dark hair but i don't know why i could see like michelle williams being Ooh. in that role okay like she's quirky and you're you know, bringing up she could pull sort off.
2: of what i wanted to bring up so as far as jgl I would never recast him.
1: No, he's amazing.
2: But if we were to.
1: Oh, all right. (laughs) Efron. Uh, have you
2: seen his recent movie? Okay, nobody liked Baywatch, but he was
0: hilarious wait, in wait, Baywatch. Wait, let's, really? let, let's slow down for a second before you get into this. Are you, I don't have are, a
1: thing with Zac Efron.
2: That you like him
0: that too you much?
1: ruins things.
0: <laughs> are you aiming in this recasting?
2: He's are you, too pretty. He is. Really but I think pretty. he demonstrated how funny he was in Baywatch. But
0: the, here's the question. Are you trying to and keep and, Baybors, and Neighbors. And Neighbors and Neighbors too. He's
1: very funny. He's I just funny. don't think he's quirky enough. It's like casting Minka Kelly. But it's not that, right.
2: She's think, too beautiful. She's not right. Is GGL quirky? Quirky? Oh, yeah. I think he's adorable. Oh, he's Definitely super quirky. quirky.
0: Definitely. Quirky? 100%.
1: Quirky. 100%. Look eh. at his
0: work in 30, or, uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Kid can do quirky. In your casting of the movie that you're, you're dropping on us, are you looking to keep the movie the exact same, or are you making it more comedic, or are you making it more lighthearted, or are you making it more serious, or you're just saying we're going to plunk an actor in an okay. exact same movie? Full disclosure. Okay. Yeah.
2: I prepare to fuck, Mary kill for Sarah, and I'm trying to introduce the Ooh. three people very slowly. Okay. But you just, you killed
0: it for me. Sorry. Okay. Do we want to just start over and you can, I can be quiet and edit it around? No, I feel like, I feel like. uh, You just got to commit? I feel like we got to commit. Okay. Okay. The other casting would be the
2: gauze. Ryan Gosling? The gauze. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. He actually, Zach Efron was probably the third person because I, I wanted to choose somebody who was hunky, but like funny, and he's like, eh, whatever. But the gauze can, pl- can the gauze off. has some chops. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He can he's pull got them some off. chops. He's really got chops. Again, I would never but recast I don't ever JGL. I him as
1: super lighthearted. I feel like Gordon Levitt can play lighthearted so
2: well. I, I, again, I would never recast him. Yeah. But could he play that role?
1: Yeah, better oh, yeah, than Zac Efron.
0: Could. I think Efron, Efron probably could do it. I think, a good, I think Dave's making a good point that like, Everybody thinks that's of Robert Effron. Pattinson, Water for Elephants. Ne-
1: Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, say what now?
2: What was he in? He was in a serious movie with with Reese Witherspoon.
1: Who? Pattinson?
2: No, the other guy. Efron? Wasn't what he the in the Are serious we talking movie? about now? He was in a movie. Zach Efron.
1: In, in, <laughs> in a lot of movies. <laughs> what are we he saying? He was in a
2: serious-ish movie. Oh, his brother died or something. Charlie he came Saint back Cloud. as a ghost. Charlie St. Cloud. Yeah.
0: It's freaking. Did he awful. come back as a ghost? As a ghost. As a A gross.
2: A gross ghost? Yes. Okay.
1: (laughs) As a beautiful, confused ghost.
0: Okay, so who's the, so what are the three? the gauze jgl and ephron oh so sarah oh. had to marry, yeah. marry lay Fri with Hill. lay with lay with we'll edit lay it out later with. lay with marry and kill
1: <laughs> lie down next to
0: and this is binding so if you oh, run into okay. any of these people it's going to be super awkward if you pick wrong
1: i wonder which one's better and bad i would marry JGL. It, it's such a
0: high level that you have to go there right well you yeah, figure I gosling's would, I gonna would marry
1: jgl more cuz I love him.
0: Yeah, that's smart.
2: But then
1: Gaz would
0: talk less. I don't know it's
1: good if Gaz or Ephron's better in bed. Do you think that Ephron is too like... focused
2: on his own body to be like focused on yours?
1: No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I feel like Gaz is more like into the truth, but Ephron would be more fun. I think I'd probably lie down with Efron <laughs> and kill Gosling. Oh no!
0: <laughs> yep, not Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yep.
1: But if I had to choose people that Ryan Gosling has had sex with in movies, I would choose Ryan Gosling because
2: of Michelle Williams all
1: day. Did he? No, choose? he
2: actually didn't. He was just a—he just cared for her so much in, in in Drive.
1: Oh, in Drive. Yeah, I was thinking Eva Mendes super hot love her they're together in real life too but they were together in the place beyond the pines yeah and then rachel mcadams Mm -hmm. she's like my girl crush i love her Mm -hmm. so if i can live vicariously through them then he's (laughs) winning out
2: you know the movies were faked right they didn't really uh lay with each other in the movies (laughs)
1: Well, they did live with each other Yeah,
0: there's okay. like a Right down apparati- next to each other Rachel McAdams There's like an apparatus you're supposed to wear <laughs> I know it rhymes with sock
1: <laughs> An apparatus. Anyway An accommodator Who could play Autumn who's dark haired and quirky?
2: Um, the bo- the girl from Bones
1: That's her sister <laughs> I was honestly thinking that No, uh, I What um... if we went like Lupita Nyong'o or something oh, Or, or uh, Frida Pinto That could be fun she's from who wants to be a millionaire well millionaire. what is millionaire.
2: the s what makes zoe de chanel who she is she's wholesome her big old eyes big eyes big bangs yeah
1: yeah she wasn't you know she was an elf and i didn't even recognize her yeah, for she a long time yeah, she wasn't because she had the swoop and she was blonde and that washed her out man having that dark hair with the bangs her eyes are just like
0: do you know who could be good in it, but it's an age thing? She'd, we'd, hey, she'd have to do it early in her career. Allison Hannigan could probably do it. She's pretty good From Buffy life. the Vampire? No, Slayer. You don't think so? No, like, she to is be, not right I, yeah, okay. at all. I just meant more she can no play like goofy. Way. Like mm-hmm. I fell in love with her on... Uh, no. Um, okay. Well, then I guess I'm wrong. I could
1: not disagree with you more. Okay. Respect. I, I, you
2: know, this is bothering me now because... not It's not <clears throat> bothering me, but who could replace her?
1: Who? Zoe? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty perfect. Well, I think it, it just has a, a
0: in the castings. Uh, that's one thing that, that I think I already kind of alluded to. It, that's what made this movie, I think, hurt so much or be like so you could connect to it was that it was two actors that you fell in love with immediately and they just bounced off of each other like magnets of the same pole. I mean, yeah. like they you wanted them together so bad because you. You know, mm-hmm. guy I immediately had a crush on Zoe Deschanel in this movie from the yeah. get, and then Joseph Gordon Levy, you're too. like, He's awesome. And it's yeah. just the fact that they bounce off of each other and you're like, No, you work so good together. Yeah. That IKEA scene was just the sweetest thing they're running through IKEA. I
1: have the pillows that they were lying on.
0: Olivia
2: Wilde. No.
1: Maybe she can
2: I'm
0: used to thinking her as being a little more like edgy.
2: S- the reason why I bring her up, uh Kristen Stewart as well. These are all connected. No. No. Okay.
1: Too angsty.
2: The reason why I bring them up,
1: Kirsten Dunst, is for
2: a larger theme. Okay. We're and doing there's... another
1: fuck Mary kill.
2: No. <laughs> I only prepared one, but I can do it off the cuff if you want. This is one in at least three movies that does a very good job at representing men misunderstanding the situation yeah, very well.
0: That's, that's a central, yeah, a central theme of the entire film. Mm-hmm.
2: You may not have seen these movies, but one is called Drinking Buddies. Yeah, oh yeah. With Olivia Wilde. Yes, yeah, she's great in that. She's so, that movie's so good. It's yeah, such I a good. Love that movie. Also, New Girl, uh, Zoe Deschanel and Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one. This is a bit more of a stretch, but I think it, it still falls in the same category as Adventureland.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, I love Adventureland. You're right, right. It's, yeah, the, but she was so. She was kind of. Yeah, forget forget now, the girls. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah. The circumstances was, the
2: circumstances and, and the guys are just like i'm going through this thing and i like you and i'm i'm because they're they're bearing their souls to the camera yeah which the girls never do which is sort of like a what would it look like in a reversal like could a girl do that type of role because they're like yeah. i'm free and independent yeah. like that's oh, okay so you're just like cold and like
1: i know so much of drinking buddies was total was all improvisation Island. yeah
2: well, that brings me to another question. Mm-hmm. That's a mumblecore movie. Yeah, it is. Is I mumblecore had to watch that with, a romantic comedy? With
1: the uh, uh, subtitles. Is mumblecore a romantic comedy? Yeah. Yeah? Why wouldn't it be?
2: It doesn't follow the formula exactly. That's why I ask. I, I
1: don't think know it fits. What, I don't
0: know what movie you're talking about. You drinks. know what a mumble, okay, yeah, we, <laughs> I don't know what, we were texting
2: the other day and I said mumblecore and you thought I was talking
0: about Lily Gotti. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I still, I <laughs> don't know what it. mumblecore is, I guess. Okay, I listen to fit Where
1: they just talk like they're <laughs> not on camera and you're just kind of talking in and like, wait, it's not a
0: musical thing? I thought mumblecore was a type of music. That's mumble rap. That's mumble rap. Oh, then what's mumblecore?
1: Movies where they just talk like normal and don't worry whether they're enunciating and you're just kind of talking
0: about It's them. a very natural dialogue. Oh, I don't yeah. care for those films. <laughs> <laughs> does it, or it not? I would not like right those. out the window. Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, I yeah.
0: I think. So you
2: haven't seen Drinking Buddies? I haven't seen Drinking you Buddies. No. See I would say just cool to watch too. that one. It's going to be um, your entry point. We are okay. getting off topic. Yeah. Okay. We're Let's... gonna
1: we're gonna lose everyone. I will say, on second watching, I really the first time I like I watched it, I really liked the world they had created, but on second watching. It drove me crazy. It's I started to see how fussy they were about it. Everything had to be done just right. You know, very old school retro LA. Every single thing that he, every single place he went, other than IKEA, could have been from fifty years do ago. Do you mean?
0: Do you mean Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character was making no, this, or you're the saying movie, the, dem- the okay, the okay, I understand what you're the
1: set designer. It's like almost. Claustrophobic, how obsessed they were with creating this image Mm -hmm. and place.
0: Well, yeah, no, again. And
1: and... I think that's why people love it because it is unique and quirky, but then it just got so twee that it was like,
0: ugh. No, I can see what you're saying, but it's, I mean, the same way like Wes Anderson movies have a very specific style. I mean, but I get what you're saying. It definitely had a look to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I think that's but partial.
1: Wes Anderson wasn't trying to sell us a romance. Well, no,
2: but I'm yeah, just I saying Yeah, I feel like, like he's that. he's alt. Mm-hmm. He's trying for an alt thing, even though he's more mainstream. Yeah. yeah. This Mark Kriegs, who also, you... di- who, was, who also directed Avril Levine music videos, was really going for mainstream. He's a music video director. Look it up, Mdb. You
0: know what? You who saying is? that it kind of makes sense in what Sarah's saying. Like, it does the kind director? of have a very... Yeah.
1: Uh, you say his name Weeb?
0: C-Krieg, Krieg. It's
1: Web. Webb. W-E-B-B.
2: That's what I said, Webb. (laughs) Are you sure?
1: Mark Webb directed it. Are you talking about the writer?
2: You know what? Whatever I looked up also directed um, April Levine music videos. Okay. It's not Kriegs?
1: Directed by Mark Webb, written by Scott Neustadler and Michael So, Justin, it turns out it's Mark
0: Webb. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I didn't know his name to begin with. And it's Scott Neustadler
1: that that, that 75% of this actually happened to he said and jenny beckman at the beginning when it's like this has all been you know none of this is about people real or deceased oh yeah you know fuck you jenny beckman or whatever she's real she's the girl that he wrote this about no kidding yeah
2: i'm like cranking through my notes you guys need to maybe maybe it's my my um ability to cut people off but <laughs>
1: I feel like I haven't gotten to
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna do that really, for a second I don't really have too many notes I'm I more just, I was just saying that I've, I've gotten through a lot of mine and
1: yeah right okay so let's get to the rom-com checklist yeah okay let's, let's start nailing so we that. can get back on track here <laughs> you guys
2: uh both think uh, do a theme song you do one Justin and then you do one Sarah okay go no, ahead I'm ready go ahead
1: sure. checklist Check, yeah, check, that's fun. I talked over it. No, yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the tongue over, <laughs>
0: now it's your turn. You got to do one.
1: I was going to do like rom com checklist. Rom com checklist. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, how about we combine it? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, what?
0: We combine the two. <laughs> check,
1: check, check. Rom com checklist. Yeah, there we go. All right, so the meat cute. Very natural meat cute. He's at work. His boss says, this is my new assistant, Summer, who moved here from a place in Michigan that doesn't actually exist. Mm -hmm. And then he immediately falls in love with her. And then she tells him she likes the Smiths and then it's really all over. Then Mm. he really loves her because he was listening to the Smiths.
0: Oh, the other thing I really liked in the beginning that kind of, um, I think they did it right after the meet cute, was where they ran through the facts about Summer
2: that mm-hmm. were either
0: like true or not true but it just showed how much he uh, idealized her where it was like she worked at a ice cream stand yeah. and sales Wait, went up for some reason is the the narrator did that but who is the narrator supposed to be mm-hmm. i think just a guy just a guy yeah, but I really I thought that was cute going through like her her yeah. her height is this. Everyone's
1: Every- always loved her. Yeah. She got she gets She's on magnetic. average. They
2: said an average height was five five and an average
0: weight was one twenty pounds, like one hundred twenty pounds. Yeah,
1: I'm like yeah right. I thought that sounded maybe off. in I have absolutely um, no idea Norway.
0: So we got so we have Nordics. our so we have our meat cute at the <laughs> the office. I liked it, yeah the Smith thing was fun. I really dug two right around then when then they went to the. The work function, like the karaoke, yeah. And he was like trying to be aloof, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really working. And his
1: friend kept undermining him.
0: Yeah, and then the minute she got on stage and started singing, it was just like he's he's. Who do like, yeah, you think did the better karaoke that.
2: song? Do you think the Sugar Town, which is like really oh, I'm Zoe I do she and him. I know, I know because it's like I'm his she was, and was him. way better. Or the
0: Pixies, his was here comes awesome comes the He's loved a good singer. That. Yeah. Wait, are we talking about? I forget. Did he do it then? Or are we talking about mm-hmm. when he went on the blind the date? Box. No, that was that was a clash. Stand by me. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's when he's like crying into the microphone. Yeah. Do
0: you think that he could I've have done that?
2: I've done that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not proud of it. Do you think that he could have a side job recording um, audio music? Yeah, Gauze, it's good. the Gaz has an album
0: with a kids
2: course. choir. Of course, he does. Tal- so, so, it's so Tal- Halloween. He has a few albums. Ooh. Yeah, she and him. She
0: and yeah. him. Yeah.
1: yeah, she and him is the name of her band.
0: So when I said I've been that guy at karaoke, kind of, um, <clears throat> not exactly karaoke, but if I ever told you guys the story of? Um, when I went through a bad breakup in the Bob Weir concert I went to and the train wreck that that was. No. Oh, hold on tight because I'm going to tell you because it's a good one. Oh, no. So when I see him, like, again, like this movie just, can, like the first time I watched it, felt like it was speaking to me. And all these like memories just kept flooding back. <laughs> and this was one. I went through a bad breakup. Sarah, seriously, you've never heard this train wreck of a story?
1: I don't think so. Oh,
0: God, I am... I'm not proud of this, but I can say it with a laugh now. So after a bad breakup, instead of going, um, as I was in my JGL wallowing phase, Mm. um, and was just drinking copious amounts of everything, I went to a Bob Weir concert. I didn't go to karaoke. I went to a Bob Weir concert, and Mm -hmm. you could go in and out of a bar next door. Mm -hmm. So is this here in Columbus? This was here in Columbus, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this was, I mean, years ago. But I went into the bar and I was with a couple buddies and I ordered like when I say a couple buddies I literally mean two people there were three of us mm-hmm. so I ordered for three of us for some reason nine shots of Old Crow whiskey mm. and they came up and they flat out just it was they flat out looked at it and went we are not doing that and I was like well I just bought it all so what I did is I grabbed a, uh, like a little pitcher and I poured them all in there, and then when we walk back into, yeah, your face Ugh. says it all. Sarah's face uh, looks like one of, uh, of your disgust. Your friends
1: said we are not doing that. Yes, yeah, not so, the bar, the friends. No,
0: the friends said okay. the bar gave me the liquor. <laughs> So then I took okay. all that liquor and dumped it in, like, a pitcher mm-hmm. that was near there and walked into the concert holding it behind my back mm. and got in there and then bought a beer and dumped it in to make a really bad oh, boilermaker. Did, did they pat you
2: down, but they didn't, like, only the front of you? No, they, they didn't notice no, the bottom. Like, no, it was, it was I'm missing an eye. Well, because they,
0: like, patted you in at the front and the bar was to the side, so it was kind of like... So either way, I just literally held it behind my back and went in um, and started drinking this massive boiler maker. Really? So... I I remembered the first set ending and then all of a sudden the concert was ending. I was wearing no shirt. (laughs) I had been wearing a shirt prior. I was wearing no shirt. I was soaking wet, just Mm. soaking wet. And you could tell that I'd been crying. Like I could just feel like my face just felt all puffy and my two friends were not around me and I was in the lawn section then eventually one came up he had moved about 25 feet away from me just to watch you like a child like they'll stop crying if they realize they're alone that's exactly what it was and so and my other friend just straight up left and went up there because apparently what had happened this is right around like Garrett died too so I was having like a real bad emotional streak I apparently took my shirt off it started raining I was sobbing and screaming at the sky like about taking Garrett and just other things yelling and then hippies my buddy was watching he said yeah dude all these hippies after you start you just start crying you weren't like screaming they just thought you really loved the music so all these hippies were coming up and hugging you and like dancing with you and all this um so that was my and then i tried getting a buddy to take me to a strip club after that and he refused so that was a rough that was honestly one of my like bottom of the barrel at
1: least you didn't remember well
0: yeah so either way when i see jgl have like that that irrational breakdown in that scene mine was totally different yes i wasn't on a date Mm -hmm. but i can totally identify with that guy where it's like i have literally nothing to lose i am i have nothing (laughs) right now so uh, justin yes I would have taken you to that strip club. I know that you would have taken me. To Which strip? I would have. strip club? That uh, the one. <laughs> I just wanted to go to a strip club. They could have any, taken me. I was any or all. So what? What else is on our checklist? We've got our. We've got our meet cute.
1: The wardrobe, obviously, is super twee. Like she only wears like frock dresses and high-waisted pants. But she does that in New Girl.
0: Do you think that's just her style? I mean, in New Some Girl, she it. wears a lot of, like, sundresses and things like that.
1: Yeah, New Girl's a little more updated, though. Okay. And she always has her hair in these cute ways with her big old bangs. But when she gets more depressed, she starts washing out. Her colors start washing out, if you notice. Mm-hmm. like, Then she starts wearing turtlenecks and darker clothes. And that day that she finally breaks it off with Tom, she's like... Looks way differently. Like you, you bring up
2: something that i I was trying to get at, <clears throat> and I was trying to get at with the Adventureland and Drinking Buddies thing, where it's always the man's perspective. Mm-hmm. I would like to know the female perspective. What is she going through? Because, like she said, I'm free and independent. <sighs> like you're going to boil it down yeah, to being yeah, free yeah. and independent? Like no, there's much more going on. I think
1: there. that she didn't want to be this tied down, and his love is stifling her
0: i have a theory i have a different theory a big chunk of the movie is so just he's... dealing with him picking and choosing what he sees and what acknowledges and, mm-hmm. and forget and doesn't see so there's one scene where they go to like the record store early on and the movie theater it looks all great and lovely and then they show it later in the movie the full thing and you see all of a sudden that she like saw the graduate and that the ending just like broke yeah. her into here's and here's what i and took and he's out.
1: just going la, 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 la yeah and here's
0: what i took out of that she saw moments the graduates like that ending is, is really weird I know mm-hmm. that but we've all seen it the graduate mm-hmm.
1: yeah okay oh, yeah, because
0: yeah. he says at the beginning I misinterpreted it
1: yeah
2: he, i think he said that was love to him Mm-hmm. whereas
1: oh, it really
0: was like yeah.
2: crazy yeah. yeah
0: i think the way i took it was that like that reminded her of something painful like and again maybe i'm putting too much of myself on this like a past relationship or something that oh, i think to it her reminds mind. her of him oh you okay see yeah. i didn't take it that way okay in, no that makes sense in the
1: graduate mm. he's so obsessed with winning her and yeah. getting her and then they get on the bus And they both realize, oh, shit, like, neither of us really wants this. And I think she's seeing that and crying because I think she doesn't feel seen by him as a real person. It's like she's idealized by him and everything's great. And I'm always going to love you because I feel this way about you. And I think she's like... He's not seeing me as a real person. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Ringo Starr. Mm-hmm. I like this music. He's just laughing at me and like, la, 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 you're my perfect girl without doing any of the really paying attention to her yeah, no, as you're, a human being. I you're
2: think right. you're spot on. Yeah, you're 100% right. Because I hadn't seen The Graduate when I first saw the movie. Mm. So it took me a while to like go back and I was like, okay, well, I get to the yeah the mom thing and that's weird. But I came at it from, I think, a completely incorrect but wild angle. And what it was, was her husband that she actually married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. plowed her mom. That's what I thought oh, no. the symbolism of the movie was.
1: Hmm. No. Well, You're all but, over the place. Well, to be fair. <laughs> what? That's what happened
2: in the movie. To be? What? That's what happened in the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. graduate.
1: But she didn't marry him.
2: She No, she married the other guy that she did marry. Yeah. He had already done the mom plowing for the duration of the movie. Mm. And by the time that she got to him at the coffee shop, she was ready to go because of the graduate.
0: We have nothing in the movie to say that you're wrong, Dave. It's true. There's nothing in the movie to say wrong. It's true. I don't think you're right, and I respect your opinion. It is but a I am fair saying, assessment of my opinion. Well, but wow. there's yeah.
2: Sarah's sounded way better. Uh-huh. But I came in <laughs> thinking that her new husband oh, no. had previously plowed her mom. Could have did they ever? They never even oh, addressed boy. her
0: parents or anything like that. No, so maybe she didn't even have. Well, it's in the book? I think they live. Everything's in, always in the book.
1: They live in Michigan. When it
0: got to that point, since we're kind of on it about um, her, like just suddenly breaking it off with him for—I mean, I mean, your analysis of that is spot on, absolutely. Well, uh, and just
1: I think it's that he doesn't—he has no awareness. Yeah. It's like he's obsessed with love without seeing the real person. Like she's like, we argue all the time, and he's like, that's bullshit. Yeah, like he can't stop. Arguing.
0: <laughs> oh wow! This I'm. How did this? How am I the only one out of the three of us that this movie hits so? Like I feel like you guys watched it and analyzed it and left it. Like no, I, I, I feel like I it took. We a— all
2: take. We all took different pieces. Well, no, I mean, like yeah. I feel
0: like it took a chunk out of my heart. This to me felt as painful to watch as it, like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh wow! I'm dead serious. Is a like, uh, no. no, just just a, a love movie about that movie is like, heartbreaking. Love. Yeah, but that's what it felt like to me. And as your analysis going more into this, I'm still just like, oh my
1: God. Well, what drives me crazy about him is the first time I saw it, I was like, he's so cute. This is great. He believes in love. La mm. la, la He is cute. And the second time, he is very cute. But the second time I watched it, I'm like, get your shit together, dude. Like he's so vulnerable and he's so obsessed with this dream Mm. and it's like he just feels very immature and it's cute and it's fun and he's in love with her and la 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 but it's like she's an adult and he's just this puppy dog and she does some things that i'm like you really need to stop bleeding him on but in general, oh, yeah. she was very specific with her opinions, and he still didn't listen to her.
0: I think she was very specific early on. I was good with everything <laughs> involving her up until the breakup portion, mm-hmm. and then everything after that, I, yeah. I yelled at the TV more than once. Leave him alone, you sadistic bitch! And like I, I can have cannot figure out I why
1: she invited him to her. Oh, house. that just that was
0: just cruel. Yeah, I mean, there's no. Oh, I disagree. You, think, you don't think I was cruel? Okay. She thought I think this is friends. what it is. Is, that, is this going to go back to mom banging again? or is there, Doesn't everything lead up to that? <laughs> kind of. Um, Isn't
1: that why we're all here?
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: because I think that no matter... Let's just say that me and somebody else get into a relationship. There are varying degrees of being into that person mm-hmm. that each one is. Mm-hmm. And he, he was clearly like too much... And she said hey back off but like bringing somebody back to your apartment doesn't mean that you want to date them yeah. so for her because remember this is through his eyes yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. he he takes everything like 100 percent like full relationship it could have just been like yeah you're cute you're jgl obviously you're cute you're adorable um i would like to um bring you back to my apartment and have weird like shower sex well
1: i was thinking about after they had broken up and she invited him Backed for that party on the roof. And... Oh no! Okay,
2: no. That that follows. Um, the thing that I love about this movie is it's very emotional, for a man, for a for a man who's yeah. not usually emotional. Mm-hmm. Okay, that train ride scene where you're syncing up mm-hmm. sweet disposition by the temper trap, where they're cranking up their early '90s like U2 sort of like feedback mm-hmm. type of things, and you put JGL and Zoe Deschanel in the sun. And you're like filming their eyes closer and closer each time. Hmm. And then all of a sudden you're at the wedding and he's like, I, I look. we are playing I,
1: duck, duck, goose with yeah. the children.
2: So he's there and he's like fully back in to his whole like. Fantasy. It's a fantasy. But I think that her idea of the fantasy is I can manage it. I know it's there, but I can manage it. Yeah, and so when she invites him back, it's sort of like I, I still like you as a person. I still want you in my life. Yeah, um, I think that we didn't do we didn't do anything at the. Uh, the wedding and we're sort of at a common understanding that we're both friends at this point. And his whole thing is always just like, oop, oop, I, I went, I, I looked yeah. at her. I'm back. It's I'm like back to 100%. It's like we had fun
1: at the wedding, so maybe now I can invite him to this party. Yeah. I can't say Whereas that I've been completely like,
0: immune of that type of thinking. We had fun at
1: the wedding and now I'm in love with you again.
0: Can I can I ask a question of you two that, that I don't feel is too personal, but have you guys been in that position? Because I know I sure as heck have been.
2: What? where, where it's like
0: somewhere well w- where you were you someone broke up with you or you or there was a breakup and then they still wanted to continue that portion of the relationship like the friendship like have you ever had that push and pull of they want to still be friends yeah. you still want to be with them and they think they can manage that because like i i've i know i've done that and it is like unrealistic like yeah. it just is not happening because it's anybody's going to fall into what he did where it's like every little eyelash that gets batted at you or something else, you go, oh yeah, no, I'm back in it, baby. Mm -hmm. That's what was so heartbreaking about that scene for me is I could remember back to exact instances where I felt that. And that's also then when she invited him to the party, I get what you're saying. He was wrapped up in it and all that. She thought they were cool. Mm -hmm. I I still got to say, if you're inviting a guy to an engagement party, a guy that you date, number one. That was a wedding. No. The wedding, then the engagement party was afterwards. If you met a guy at a wedding or saw a guy or at a wedding. Or you, you
1: had it. a party in which you were showing people your ring. I don't know if it was specifically uh, an yeah. engagement party. But, but either but... way, like. Well,
2: that's what you... threw me off. You're probably right. I just, in my brain, I was like,
0: it's a normal party. But you're right. It's an engagement party. Yeah. But no, you, I don't you don't give that guy the heads up, though, because that's yeah. like, it's disrespectful on about a thousand levels. I know. It it's just not, feels I wanna be very your, wrong. I, I want to be your friend. But I don't want to give you this real information that is important that I know well. I'm sort of on her side, yeah. really? Because I think you? his character flaw never got resolved. There's no arc. I think that was a flaw in him. But you're saying that if that as someone who is who is who has been through life as you have, you, you could you could side with the person that invited him to an, an engagement party or another type party without giving him a quick heads up. like by the way, I'm at least seeing someone, right? Like, you, you're saying you're okay with that she did that. because yeah, you be i like, not. hey,
1: come to my apartment, you can meet my
0: boyfriend. Oh, my God. My heart sunk if you were paying attention in that she said, we are having a party. We. Um, she used a we, and the minute she said that, I went, this is not good.
1: Yeah. And it turned out
0: not to be good. That was so hard. But where is her boyfriend? I, I don't know, but I'm glad they didn't show him. I well, like that I they left a, him. Kind I mean, of. I do
2: have a theory on where he is during the movie. <laughs> where? mom's house with the mom Oh
1: jeez, <laughs> all right so we've got good point
2: good point about the we uh, he does a lot of nervous
1: bumbling out. that's you know classic rom-com nervous bumbling uh he's got one main side friend and but but two oh, yeah kind of two roommates
2: i love the long-haired roommate
1: yeah he's great
2: yeah he he he's
1: in uh something now uh, like CSI or something and CIS oh that sounds about like that. right
2: he's got the face for like being in the lab yeah you know what I
0: mean like I'm in the lab I ran the mm-hmm. numbers I liked yeah. his interview in the movie I thought it was very sweet when he was know. talking about his, his wife like you know he said she, she's
1: better than eh, the girl of my dreams because she's real. real well she he
2: also said one other thing actually two things Because he had the best lines of the movie. He was what was his rated? What was his rated?
1: PG thirteen. Okay. It avoided the R rating because they They said said hum job instead of. That's what I wanted to say. Are you kidding me? He
2: said hum hum job, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, why don't we call them hum jobs? The other thing he said. Well, there
0: is a hum. A Hummer is a thing. I know a
2: Hummer is. It's also a car, but a hum job is very much
0: not a car anymore. It's but no, very I'm much saying, we know I'm, what you're no, talking about. No, I'm saying about. a Hummer is a type of BJ. He also said... Okay, we're going to skip that. He also over said that. the... Fr- What'd you, what, go ahead. I said a Hummer is a type of BJ. A hummer, car? A, no. No, a Hummer is a type of BJ. It's a BJ in it which it she hums a little bit. It creates a vibration. But if there's or no, he, If there's no, he. He, if there's no job at the end, it's
2: not a sexual thing. Ha- you have to have the word job at the end. We it's all a, agreed on that. The Geneva Convention. We got together, all of us, the world. All right, fine. So He also said bodacious rack which i feel like i think that's a great way to describe um, a
0: lady's bodacious rack Mm
2: -hmm. as as a
0: woman sarah would you find it offensive if a gentleman said you had a bodacious rack or would you say
1: thank you no that's great it's quirky enough (laughs) you know (laughs) unless instead of being like nice tits, okay yeah it's gross it's gross
0: okay so dave let me present real quick to sarah a couple different scenarios um a guy at a bar a 21 year old at a bar walks up to you and says that
1: bodacious rack
0: yes you're taking that as a compliment.
1: And say what? He just did says you like, "Come from."
0: Okay, um, say it is a. I would laugh. Say it is a someone your own age.
1: It doesn't matter. I would still okay. laugh. Okay,
0: what if it is a seventy-year-old hammer drunk guy at a bar? Ew.
1: Yeah, that's never okay. good.
0: Okay, just wanted to run those by you real quick. <laughs> see where, see where the lines fit.
1: That is never a good idea. We have yet another rom com in which the one character is an architect or wants to be an architect.
0: Yeah, but there's no copywriter. I swear Mm, to god if she went and worked at a newspaper. Well he's a
1: copywriter. Oh
0: no. (laughs) You're right. Oh. He writes copy all day.
1: It's, there's such, such a rom-com. If we can
0: ever get a director of a, of a romantic comedy on the phone, I want to, we really need to, like, rip into that. Like, just why? Explain yeah. it to me, other than just because.
1: I feel like the city slash location is very important in this movie, well, and yet is. neither of you knew where <laughs> it was. Well, but so. it,
0: it is very much <laughs> because it is goes into the architecture yeah. and the spaces mm-hmm. that they go. How I didn't pick up on it being LA. Like,
1: Montage.
0: Oh yeah, it was a hell of a montage. Would you call it a montage? No, <laughs> yeah, I call Just, it a montage. Just since eating, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the scraps out of the cupcake <laughs> wrapper. What do I look like? I'm not Rockefeller over here. I'm not gonna waste blueberry muffin. Remember
2: the Puma? Her ex-boyfriend, the Puma. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. If you really studied the dong position, it couldn't have possibly connected where it should have. You think? Connected?
1: You would know better than me.
2: It didn't seem like it could have like wrapped back around and been a realistic like. It was like it coiled around his leg like an electrical cord? It was almost like it just started like it was fake. It was almost
0: like it wasn't real.
2: Almost <clears throat> like.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> I can't say. It really, just, <throat> just, a, just a thought. I didn't freeze frame on that section like I probably should have. Which day was your favorite out of the 500? <sighs> probably one because it had the most hope. Like when the did the clock start? Day. I think it was when he met the her. The day he met her. Because it's 500 days of her being Okay, so in that's my question. But what
2: day was the karaoke day? Do we know?
1: It was like three days later. It was so early it's in like the, the end of the week. That
2: was so early into the movie. Mm.
1: Or maybe it was like he met her on a Wednesday and it was like the following Friday. Yeah. I don't know. No,
2: Within don't know. one, either way. How many months are in 500 days? Five seconds.
1: 14. How many months? 16.
2: Yeah, like 18. She got it. 16. 16.4 is what it comes out to. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad for that quick though. Yeah. Where,
0: These are some good hot takes.
2: Where do you think he buys his dishes that he can afford
0: to just smash them smash when he's like them. remotely angry? Oh my God, how funny was that? Where he's just sitting there, like, whack dish, whack dish, mm-hmm. whack dish.
2: Does everybody in his company have the same job? Are they all responsible for making up the slogans, or is anybody in accounting so. or like supply chain?
1: i'm sure there are supply chain but he now then he got put in like the grieving section
2: that's what it is you're you're in the happy section <laughs> you're in the jewish birthday section
1: <laughs> you're a man today Look, kind. yeah it's another male perspective rom-com
0: there's a right? lot more of these than i ever realized now that we're kind of tearing into this i, I guess know. i always assumed they were from a female perspective yeah um whatever one we do next and we'll talk about that at the end can it please be from the female perspective my heart can't yeah, take another need, one like but, this but female.
2: i think i think that well, what are we asking for because the female perspective in movies is like this it's kind of vapid it's vapid it's not a real thing mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of like saying in i a feel female- like they
1: have the female the older female perspective better like like nancy myers movies it's like as good as it gets that's a classic Diane Keaton rom-com, mm-hmm. but, you're, but I don't feel like they do young women very well.
0: You don't think they understand, like, women in their 20s and 30s then? Or that it always ends up being, like, a 27 dresses where it's kind of...
1: Yeah, like, I want to find a rom-com that actually says something about the female character.
2: Mm-hmm. Here's, a, here's how I, I would phrase this. You take your, like, just your general 10 things I hate about you type of movie. Mm-hmm. Both characters, male, female, are unrealistic we're getting movies where the male perspective is probably somewhat realistic, but this yeah. female character is seen as like I'm aloof. Mm-hmm. What I would want to see is a, you know, the female character saying I also have emotions because yeah. if you were just go to go yeah. to like ten things I hate about you, like oh the guy's like a douche, mm-hmm. like his perspective is very easy to mm-hmm. to to understand. Yeah, and you couldn't actually make a movie out of that because he's the bad guy.
1: I think they do a good job with Rachel Lee Cook in She's All That, mm-hmm. developing her. But I would still say that's a male driven rom com. Freddie yeah. Prince Jr.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like female leads, like Never Been Kissed you see a lot more of Josie Geller of of Drew Barrymore. Great name. <laughs> yeah. Great name. <laughs> but also David Architect. It's still great fairly oh, ridiculous <laughs> what she does and it's like she's this out of touch weirdo. It's like you never get like normal girl perspective. Like you do yeah. normal guy perspective.
0: I mean, do you think that that really is a function of um, the artifice? Oh no, I was just gonna say guys are probably writing these, yeah, not not women necessarily, yeah. Um, because I could tell you if I tried writing a movie from the female perspective, I would fail terribly.
1: Or maybe women want to see something that isn't them and guys don't. I don't know.
0: I mean, I'm not going to uh, lie. You might be right. I, <clears throat> I, yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to see something that reminds me of me as shown by mm-hmm. the fact that this movie, let me say again, was like my heart was ripped out and thrown on the ground.
1: Yeah. You never get like a shallow Helen.
0: A shallow Helen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: what about the music in this, 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 uh, this film?
1: Uh, it's, I mean, it's... Iconic, the Regina Spectre beginning, one? the very us. beginning, us. Yeah,
2: that's one of my favorite songs of like pretty much all time. <laughs> it's very good. It
1: is very good.
2: Um, mm-hmm. There's some secret songs in this what songs that aren't credited on the um, well, not they're not credited, but they're not on the soundtrack. Okay, like like what? Well, first of all, the Smiths. Yeah. Does anybody like the Smiths?
1: Yeah, I like that song. I like a song
2: of the Morrissey drives me nuts. I just but like I like the Smiths. You like a song of the Smiths?
1: No, I mean I like a few of their songs.
2: A few, but you're not like I love the Smiths. No, because I I don't understand that person who's like I love Morrissey and the Smiths.
1: Well, Joseph Gordon Levitt,
2: well, in the movie. But... I know Tom, <laughs> Carla Bruni. You know who she is? Maybe she? I think she was the either the wife or the girlfriend of Sarkozy, the French. Yeah, um, president. but she had a very good album, and it's, the song's called like Calcutta it's in french it's on the radio they don't uh they don't credit it
1: yeah ja, they got married in 2008
2: they also um they played a, a feist song during the wedding <coughs> mm-hmm. mushaboom mm-hmm. which was before she got famous in 2007 or 8 yeah oh.
1: with
0: uh one two three four i feel like you which is
1: made into a sesame street show about counting
0: if it's not fish i pretty much don't know what it is so mm-hmm. i'm just like, I'm seeing you listening to her, like oh no I do really like all the music in this it fits very well and it casts a really good mood but I c- c- couldn't name any of these artists other than Hall and Oates and The Smiths mm-hmm. and Wolfmother that temper
1: wolf... trap Mushaboom is the well, vice sweet song. disposition
2: I mean that's the train song that's the song that is like mm-hmm. the song of the movie mm-hmm. no they play the um the, the whatever the guitar line is earlier in the movie so you know that's oh. like the motif that's oh, the okay. main.
1: Oh, they cover it. The Smiths. Please, 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 let me get what I want. Mm-hmm. She and M. Ward cover that. So at the end of
2: this movie,
0: what the hell, Zoe Deschanel? You're going to the park you used to hang out with this guy who obviously is messed up, and you're trying to find him. And then mm-hmm. you just, like, what is, what is wrong with this? No, Leave him alone. F- Leave a him theory alone. I about that. Okay, then give it to me because I don't.
1: Which s- is that that is imagined. That's not real. That's mm. way too perfect of a sync you know of it. It did come up twice.
2: Day 488 came up twice in the movie to oh, your um, it came at the very beginning in the actual scene where it showed sort of in order. That mm. was day 488. Mm. I would believe something about it being not real. Mm-hmm. I I want to believe it.
1: It's that. just strange and she gives him way too much information and too much it's just so summing up and it's so much closure. That is just like, hmm, I don't know if that's
0: real. I didn't like her by the end of this movie, if you guys can't tell. Mm-hmm. I was not a Zoe Deschanel fan by the end of this. I am again. Well, it took him 12 days to get over her from that day
2: 48. Oh, yeah, you're right. 12 days. Yeah. And it was when he from met Autumn.
1: Closure to what was her name? Autumn. Minsky.
0: Um, Minka. Minka. <laughs> Minsky Kenley?
1: I think it's him summing it up. Would you... I like that she says, he says, well, what happened? you know how could you just marry someone and she said well I was sure about him I was certain about him in a way that I never could never was with you which I thought was a good way to to put it
2: yeah but she was certain in less than we established the movie takes place over 16 months so she was certain within uh she was certain that's moving she just didn't like him she didn't like him that's what it is she just fundamentally something didn't fundamentally, feel, no, something I didn't
1: feel I right. And I've done that before where I've like started dating someone and I'm like, this isn't right. But then the thing you have to do is just walk away. You can't keep,
0: <laughs> keep going back dragging to the well. them on. Yeah, yeah. You can't keep going back to the well. Yeah. Or else then you're just a psychopath, Zoe Dachian. Zoe Dave Chappelle.
1: Mm-hmm. Jenny Beckman.
0: Jenny. The new girl. <laughs> what are their notes we got? Uh, I
1: think he needs to grow up. Who uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, no, agree. And I agree. I don't know. I mean, to Dave's point, maybe he doesn't grow up. I think if it had ended differently, it would have shown that he had grown up, like if he had walked away from Autumn. Yeah. But I feel like he's just well, stepping right back in there. Well, he did kind
0: of walk away from her, and then she called him back, but I don't think No, that's he turned any... around. No, he turned around, then she said, no, thanks. Then he started walking away. And I was like, cool with it. And then she called him back. Because remember, she said, oh, I have plans with someone after this. Oh, yeah. But I still do I got to go with Dave. Yeah, Dave's assessment of this one that we don't get So,
1: ready. Dave, do you know the term Bildungsroman? It's a German term? Is it term? German? I was going to ask if it mm-hmm. was German.
2: But then I was going to say no.
1: A coming of age story where it shows, like, the growth of a character over time. Yeah, okay. So, like, a lot of... Ernest Hemingway is Bildungsroman. And, like... We found Justin and I that a lot of these rom-coms, especially the male-driven rom-coms, are just building's Roman. Like, Knocked Up is a total building's Roman. It's mm-hmm. like he grows up and figures it out. You know, this is forty. Like everything Judd Apatow does. Yeah. Is
0: Mon Shallow Howl is a
1: building's Roman? Yeah. Yeah. It's more about the character's development in order to, like, grow and figure out. Less so about the relationship itself.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, well, yeah. So, like the male-driven, we find the male-driven romantic yeah. comedies tend to be more about his growth than he's able to. Get well, then I would say it must... that it's not a male-driven romantic
2: comedy. Uh-huh. It's a male-led romantic comedy that didn't do what Would you call it
1: <laughs> *Buildings Roman*? <laughs>
2: buildings Roman mm-hmm. Ro- Roman buildings. Mm-hmm. Yes. um it certainly wasn't
1: a male from a male the male perspective.
2: It was a male, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just the guy that was like, "Hey, you're going, you're going with me." Mm.
1: You don't think it was a male perspective?
2: I do, because
1: th- we never see inside her brain.
2: Okay, I'm I'm trying to differentiate it from the Apatow. It's not like a hey, like a <laughs> <laughs> like a deli owner's perspective. <laughs> it's not hey. a. I just feel like Avatar's over the top. Like I'm a bro, I'm a guy, I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a man. Whereas this was just like I am the guy, and you're going with me. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, 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 that's all I
0: mean. I have something from a previous. I knew what
1: I was never sure of with you. That's the
0: line. I knew what I was. I knew what I was never sure of with you. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's just fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> how how am I the only one affected by this? Are you guys heartless? I, I feel know. like when you analyze it too much, it, it goes away.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, see, I guess I maybe I, I I think I just kind of watched this to and put down my guttural reaction. See, I don't think I watched it with the... See, I think he
1: eye. imagines that interaction with her at the end because she tells him, I was thinking to myself, Tom was right and then she says it just wasn't me that you were right about hmm. and that's just like too perfect huh. it's like he's summing it up for himself he's finally that really changes the whole movie it. for me when you Yeah but that I would challenge
2: was... that and say what other information would suggest that that wasn't real
0: yeah was she maybe like wearing something yeah you got to you got to go back and look thing. at it yeah. Yeah. you got to go yeah. back and find those clues because I would think they Because what are the chances she just randomly run into him there unless she was staking it out? That's oh, what and I, I also
1: like that. Too. Then he's talking to Autumn and she's like, "Oh yeah, I sit in that park all the time." And he's like, "I never saw you," and she's like, "Well, I was there." Okay, I'm. just like, thought that was the bar. That's just her. That's just his brain. You know, he's finally uh, seeing what he wants to see. Uh, all right. Can I, that's can, the
2: second clue we were looking for. Yeah. I just have this. It's like a. I wanted to probably bring it up earlier, but are architects cool? apparently because everybody's like in movies i want to be an architect like do you what who what is an arc like what do i have to do to become an architect you don't go to med school
1: well the only reason i say that dave that it is a real thing is because i was obsessed with being an architect when i was a kid
0: why then answer then you you more than anyone should be able to answer <laughs> dave's question as to why his architecture so cool
1: oh because i love designing things You should see my Pinterest. It's just full of floor plans. (laughs) But I know a
2: doctor. I know a lawyer. I wouldn't even know how to contact an architect. I know one architect. An (laughs) architect.
1: Well, I would. Yeah, I know because I looked into it. Like UK has an awesome architecture program. Um, You have to take a lot of math classes. Do you have
2: to move a lot? Because once you build it, you're like, I got to go (laughs) to... somewhere else now
1: usually work for a firm you well, can downtown's built. you can work for private or you I'll can work r- for residential
2: i guess i'll just build a building in the parking lot of north market i'm an architecture <laughs> i'm gonna say it wrong from now on well
1: and then there's also architectural restoration and architectural excavation so when they started building that building in the parking lot of north they gotta excavate market, it. turns out there's a cemetery under the parking lot and indian. they had to was it indian no like that would have been scary that would like, have been spooky that would have been like, like shining turn level. of the century old bones
2: okay i had to move them all this this one is specifically for justin okay it was in the movie and
0: i just want to ask it to you okie dokie justin yes what is love dave when i figure they out, it in the movie when i figure it out i'll give you a big old heads up is what it is. i can tell you i can tell you one thing about it uh, it has gotten me in an awful lot of trouble over the years as this podcast has shown by my stories.
2: How, how do they describe it in the movie? Oh, it's that
0: thing. You'll just know. Think, you'll just know. I think that is kind of bullshitty. derivative. Yeah. Well, I think when people even say that in real life it's like, oh, you'll just know when it happens. Like, n- like, no, give me more than that here, man.
2: You mean <laughs> like, you turned 28 and you were dating somebody? <laughs> what do you mean? What? A lot of people that when they're late, 20s, oh, yeah, just yeah, it yeah. kind
0: of clicks for it. Yeah, no, it's just agree. like,
2: that's eh, time, yeah, I'm, a, I'm in love. Not to not to take away from Have you ever from...
0: had one of those friends where they just every person they date, it's like immediately, I'm in love with this person. Oh, this is yeah. the love of Brian my life. Brian has a
1: good friend, it's called being a serial monogamer, and he always falls head over heels for these girls. And It's like, we're gonna get married.
2: Yeah, how does it end? I, I know how it ends well, he got like, Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah oh i thought it was gonna be like he always does this one thing that like they hate well that too <laughs>
0: That's...
1: but she married him
0: i think dave i think what love is it's different to every single person and when you many
1: splendid thing yeah love lifts us up where we belong but
0: the most important thing about love, dave, to know, is love. it's a verb okay it's a verb it's event. active yeah you have to work on it
1: love means always saying you're sorry
2: it's,
0: um what
1: if you did like a horror movie 500 days of summer and she's actually a killer. You, I
2: know what you did the last 500 Days of
0: Summer.
1: Or help, i married and axe murderer named Summer.
0: Before you saw the movie, mm-hmm. the title, 500 Days of Summer, what did you think it was going to be about based on title? Because I know The sequel to the movie 300. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I had a very specific plot in mind. Did I thought you? it was
1: going to be like the happiest 500 days of my life. Because it's like 500 days of happy, warm stuff.
0: It's, see, i that makes sense. I was somewhat similar. I thought it was going to be... So summer is roughly like 100 days long-ish. You could kind of consider it. I assumed it was going to be a girl that he kept seeing at summer camp every year and Aww. it was gonna be five summers in a row that's fun and that's then and i was not even close what okay. age like a bug
2: juice age like 13 genuinely <laughs> or- i thought
0: genuinely i thought it was gonna start like when they were ending like their last year at camp and then it would show them coming back to be counselors but so how oh, okay being okay. like then by the end they'd be like early 20s which JGL can play down. Mm-hmm. He can do that. He can play down. He can play up. He played was he Willis down. in Looper. He played yeah, up. Yeah,
2: that was great. He played yeah. down or up. He
0: played down or up. There's nothing of Gordon- Left or left all right. All around or. the place. Yeah, so I think that's pretty much our analysis. If you ever want to send us any emails, you can send us something at dotcom com at gmail.com we're still working on that actual domain, uh, name. domain name um we're still in negotiations things are going pretty well with that but for now again reach us at romcom com d-o-t com are we just gmail.com. gonna blaze past that yes uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Dave currently owns the domain. (laughs) If you have any general thoughts on the show, do you have any stories from this movie? Did you see it in the movie theater? Did you go on a date? Do you have any thoughts on some old episodes? Do you just want to say, hey, hey, just shoot us something if you feel like it. Dave, do you have anything that you want to throw out there? Um, I read, it
2: must have been May of 2017. Uh, half of the book on the road i have yet to pick it back up while i'm not on the beach but let's just say i'm reading it and it's pretty not good well, i'm driving around okay what's gonna happen next you love this dude you're following the guy all over the country goddamn jgl all over again
0: didn't learn a thing so your recommendation would be to not read half of on the road and then put it down Ah, yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dave, we enjoyed having you. I know that you'll probably come back and watch another movie with us. Hopefully, you enjoyed your time going through 500 Days of Summer. I'm not exactly sure what movie we're going to do next week. Sarah usually picks it, and she has walked away to feed her baby So I'm being left to do this portion on my own. Here's what I'm going to do. I will edit in, in the editing process, right here, what we're going to do. So next week, we're going to do The Ugly Truth with Gerard Butler. One of my personal favorites. <laughs> really want to give a shout out to the uh, This Is My Suitcase for providing our opening and closing theme music. I highly suggest checking them out, their side projects as well. Anything by Joe Camerlingo, Mary Lynn. Pretty much all of them do great stuff. Check out Columbus Alive. And have been check, there a lot. They are constantly in Columbus Alive for all their side projects. So that being that, everybody, we will see you next week. And thanks for listening. <laughs>
1: You cannot do that.